Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and to live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. All right, Lisa Pizek here. Welcome to the next episode of The Empowered Life. And today I want to talk to you about the lens in which you view the world. Because I think that's so important at the beginning of this year, as the way we view the world and the way that we perceive that people view us changes how we interact with the people around us every single day. It changes the things that we do, the habits that we have, the books that we read, the shows that we watch, the meetings and the deals that we get ourselves into, whether we take care of our health or we don't, the types of parents that we are, it all is wrapped up in that lens. And let's talk about that. Now, the lens in which you see people really depends on one thing. And that's internally your self-worth. That's internally what you say to yourself day in and day out. And that's internally that voice that pops up that I know you're aware of. You have that voice inside your head. And that's collecting all of your thoughts, all of the things that you're seeing through that lens, the way we're interpreting all the messages that are being flashed across our eyes 24-7. And in this highly digital world, we're being hit with mixed messages every single second. It wasn't like back in the day where TV was really our only influence. We've got smartphones, we've got billboards, we've got social media, we've got TV, we've got radio, you know, we've got lots of interaction with people. We are a highly digital, highly connected world where messages are being sent 24-7 to us. And when you don't have your self-worth in check, and I don't want to talk about this like it's easy or like you wake up confident or you're born confident. If you're like me, you've been through some things in your life. You've been through some things that distort that lens and make you think that you're not enough, that you're not smart enough, that you're not pretty enough, that your voice doesn't matter. And I'm loving what's going on in the world now with Oprah's speech and all sorts of things that we're seeing that are empowering women to stand up and use their voice and know their worth. Because when you walk around with that loop inside your head, that you're not enough, you're not smart enough, your business idea isn't good enough, you got into this and you screwed it all up again and people are waiting to discount you and people think this and that about you that's negative, you've already given away your power. You've already allowed people to take that self-worth and they haven't even done anything. Sometimes we make mountains out of molehills, right? Where we think that somebody is saying something where they're discounting us or they're thinking that we're stupid or thinking that our idea is stupid or dismissing the way we look or dismissing any piece of us 
when really they're just going about their day. It has absolutely nothing to do with you, but you internalize it and you own it and you believe that the world is working against you. So to hone in on your self-worth, I want you to start flipping that thought first thing in the morning. And I want you to start looking at all the ways that the world is working with you. Now, some of my friends, they're really deep into this manifesting stuff. And, um, I'm, you know, full disclosure, I believe a little bit in that. I do believe you've got to dream and you've got to visualize and imagine what you want. You got to imagine it like it already happened and you're feeling it and you're feeling those emotions. I wholeheartedly believe in manifestation, but I also believe that you got to do the work to get there. And the work is the hard part because we've all got scars. We've all got wounds. We've all got things that have made us feel a certain way about ourselves. I grew up in a home that was hugely based on perfection. I had to be the perfect athlete, the perfect student, you know, push, push, push. There was no room for error. And that perfectionism carried through into my adult life. And it carried through and made me a people pleaser because I needed that validation that everything was perfect, everything that I was doing was good. And if I didn't get that validation from someone, I felt like I wasn't enough. I felt like I shouldn't speak up. I felt like my ideas were worthless. I felt like I was worthless. And it had nothing to do with those people around me. That was my own lens that I was looking constantly for that validation. So a framework here, a simple two-part framework that I want to give you this week to focus on flipping that lens, realizing that the world is working for you, realizing that you are worthy, you are capable, you can manifest great things in your business and your health, but then you can also put the work in to make it happen. And that's the word no, meaning no more discounting your worth. No more letting that lens that you see the world through be cloudy. And the N in the no is non-negotiable. So what's non-negotiable for you? What is non-negotiable for you? I don't know about you, but I'm tired. I'm tired of giving away my self-worth to other people. I'm tired of being judged for the choices that I make day in and day out. You know, I've got my, my business here, my thoughtpreneur business, where I try to help people build the body they want and the business that they want with great success that I've had. But certain family members in my life, they don't even acknowledge that I own a, a successful business. Not even own a business. I own a very successful business. Because they were brought up in the lens that you're a blue collar worker, you work hard, you work a real job, you work for the man. You know, their lens is that entrepreneurship is for crazy people, is for, is for, is for lazy people. And oh my goodness, if you're an entrepreneur, I don't know about you, but I have never worked this hard in my entire life on learning and getting better and tweaking things and serving people more. And I have never worked this hard in my life as an entrepreneur. 
but that's the lens that they see it through. So if I'm constantly trying to convince them that I'm happy and that I enjoy the work that I do and that even though I'm a nurse by trade, I don't feel like that was the way that I was meant to help people. I feel like I can use that nursing knowledge and serve people even bigger. So I'm tired of trying to convince people that the career path that I'm choosing is the right one for me. So that's non-negotiable. I don't want to negotiate that anymore. I am an early riser. I get up very early in the morning before my four-year-old is up. My husband's an early riser too. So we get up around 5, 5.30 and I do my workout and I drink my whole food, superfood shakeology shake. And I read 10 pages of a book. Hopefully I can get a chapter in, a whole chapter. But if not, I commit to about, about 10 to 15 minutes or 10 or 15 pages or so. I write some gratitude in a gratitude journal, right? And that's my first hour of the day. And people say, you're crazy. Why do you get up so early? You know, they're almost envious. Like, how could you do that? And you don't understand. I have four kids. I have this. I have this job. I have this and that and blah, 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 blah. I'm tired of negotiating my healthy habits with people in the morning because they don't want to do the same. They're not choosing the same for their life. And that's okay. They don't have to have the same goals and drive and ambitions or alignment that I do. But I'm tired of trying to defend myself to those kinds of people. You know, someone, someone um, unfriended me on Facebook the other day. Someone that I had a really good relationship with. And it, was, it kind of shocked me. And, you know, that's the biggest fear. It used to be public speaking, but now being unfriended on Facebook is uh, the number one fear. Crazy, eh? We so crave that connection and that validation that we're afraid of being unfriended on Facebook. Well, that happened to me because we were going back and forth a little bit in, in a loving way. And normally I don't get into it with people on Facebook. Like that's not the avenue to have heated discussions. But what this woman was saying was really, really, really upsetting me because I was talking about how, you know, we're having a problem with my son's teacher at school and, and I won't get into the details, but she's just not the greatest influence that I believe for preschool aged children. And sometimes the tough love, although I can appreciate it, her approach is what I have the issue with the way she communicates, her body language, the messages that she sends off, very dismissive. Um, I have an issue with, I don't have an issue with her teaching and her message. I have an issue with the way that she communicates it to the parents and to myself. And, you know, we've had a few issues. And um, I was making a post about how, you know, we have to be cognizant of that. We have to be cognizant of how our body is giving off signals and the way that we are communicating with people. And, you know, this woman was basically saying, cut her a break, maybe she's having a bad day, which I totally understand. But I've cut this woman several, 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 several breaks. And when it's impacting the growth of my four-year-olds, well, then mama bear's coming out and I got a problem with that. But what upset me was the comment that she said, not everybody is privileged like you 
to work in a job they love, have a supportive husband, be in good health. And if you could see me, it was like fire was coming out of my ears because nothing in my life has ever been given to me. I work hard on my marriage and some days it's really ugly. I work hard in my fitness and my health. And trust me, there are days when I do pick the frozen pizza over the clean eating meal. And not every day is perfect, but I know what I want. And when that happens, I evaluate why it happened. It happens very few and far between now, but I evaluate why it happened and what was the trigger and why am I so damn tired? Usually I've just been running myself too hard. I don't feel like cooking because one more thing I got to do. So then I got to go back and evaluate my habits, right? So I work very hard to evaluate my health habits. And I will tell you now in my business, my days start at 5 a.m. And there are some days that I am still working at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Now, I don't say that to be a hero and a martyr. And I don't say that to tell you that you have to give up sleep. I say it in that this is a build year for me where I am busting booty to make things happen. I'm working 16 plus hour days some days, learning things, implementing things, tweaking things, serving people, coaching, doing groups, just webinars, live events, tons of tons of tons of work behind the scenes that maybe nobody knows about because they don't need to know about that. They don't need to know about the choices that I make and how hard it is because that's my choice and I'm happy with that choice. So I wrote back and, and, you know, was kind of really positively said, we can agree to disagree, but none of the things I have in my life were privileged. I worked incredibly hard to get to where I am. And I sent her the video of Brenda Bouchard's, are you uh, comfortable? Are you caged? Are you comfortable? Or are you charged? What are you in your life? Because I'm charged, baby. And she's living very caged. That you don't understand. You're privileged. I, oh, woe is me. I have this on my plate. Or this is my circumstance. And I have to accept it. That's a very caged way of thinking. And that's the kind of person that is going to see the negative through that lens and is going to see that everyone's working against her instead of working for her. And I guess she didn't really like that. I gave her that little bit of coaching and tough love. Um, so she unfriended me, which is kind of sad because we've been friends for about four years, but, but then again, you know, if someone goes and does that, then it just means that your paths are not meant to, um, to be, you know, with each other anymore. And that's okay. Sometimes, when you choose a different path for yourself, a higher path for yourself, you're going to lose some people in the process. And once again, don't internalize that. That has nothing to do with you. I know that I agitated, you know, some buttons there and I ruffled some feathers with her because we were speaking a couple months earlier about her health and she wasn't happy and her finances and she wasn't happy. We all go through that where we're not happy, but what you choose to do with it is your choice. What lens you choose to see the world through 
is your choice. So I'm tired of having to negotiate my worth and my choices and my hustle and the success that I have in my life because most people don't know what it took to get there. And I'm sure you have the same kinds of stories. And then the O in the no, meaning no more discounting your worth, is the ownership. What are you going to own and what are you not going to own? I'm not going to own that that relationship was severed because of something that I did. I'm not going to own that. I'm not going to go back and replay it in my head. And honestly, this is the first time that I've talked about it since it happened a couple weeks ago. I'm not going to keep replaying that loop to try to understand it because sometimes we can't understand why people do the things they do. We can't understand someone suffering when they don't let you in. I don't know what kind of suffering she was going through in her life, right? And I'm sad in a way because I would have loved to have helped her. So you don't have to own when other people make choices that maybe you don't agree with. You don't have to own other people's values and opinions of you. I was not going to own that I'm privileged. What? No. I am going to own my habits. I am going to own my choices. I am going to own what I do and say every day. I am going to own those days when I screw everything up. I am going to own those days when I lose my temper or I say things that I don't mean. Because owning it sets you free. Owning it allows you to say, I didn't act as my best self maybe in this situation. And here's where I can improve. Or vice versa. In that situation, I feel like I did everything I possibly could to take the high road because, let me tell you, she was not taking the high road in a couple of her comments. But, you know, that's a public forum. And I know people are looking at that. And what's it to me to write back something not so kind? Who does that serve? That doesn't serve anyone. So I'm, I'm owning that I built in that pause to not spew out on the keyboard what I was really thinking and feeling. Right, because when someone takes a hit to your character, like for me, that's a hot button. So I had to pause and I had to own the response that I know I am, that I come from a place of service and a place of love and a place of using it as a teachable moment. And for some people, that's too much. And that's okay. That just means that our time is not meant to be together anymore. So What's non-negotiable and what are you going to own? Get really, really, really clear about that this week. Get incredibly crystal clear about that this week. And don't worry who you're going to disappoint. And don't worry who you're going to upset. And don't worry what feathers you're going to ruffle. Don't go be a jerk and do it out of a jerky place. But if you're acting from your highest self and your highest place of teaching and love and service and growth and challenge, what's non-negotiable in your life and what are you going to own? And don't worry about what other people think about you. Don't look to other people for validation and worth and that things are okay. When you're acting from your highest self, things will be okay. Things will be okay. So that's your homework for this week. Hopefully this served. If you're out there 
and you're pushing the comfort zone and you're doing things that you know are going to pay off in the end, the struggle is worth it. I promise. There's nothing worse than living with regret. There's nothing worse than playing small and shallow. There's nothing worse than wrapping up your self-worth in the way other people see you and tell you what you should and shouldn't do because the rest of the world's plans for you are nowhere near as big as the plans that you have for yourselves. So get really clear, go out and make those plans, crush it another week in your business and in your health, and I'll see you again next time. You've been listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.